0: The influence of the Internet is forcing high street retailers to really rethink their marketing strategies in order to engage with their customers. Companies like Amazon and ASOS are embracing the potential of e-commerce, but in doing so they're redefining traditional retail business models. Some sectors where personal service is very, very important have been slow to respond such sectors like high street opticians. In this film, you'll meet Jamie Murray Wells, an online entrepreneur who, with his company, Glasses Direct, is challenging the status quo. Defending the high street experience is Paul Lewis, an independent optician.
1: My inspiration for glasses really came from, you know, I suppose all the business ideas I was considering at that time really came from personal experience. So it was just a question of kind of keeping aware. And you know, I bought a pair of glasses, and um, they were kind of rimless ones, um, made to my prescription, and they cost me 150 pounds. These glasses, you know, can't cost that much. There's more metal in a teaspoon than in this pair of glasses. You know, w- w- what makes it up? And I wasn't really aware of what an anti-reflective coating, for example, did. And all the rest of it and I suddenly thought must be you know more to it than 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 you know what meets the eye so I sent my prescription up to a laboratory which took me a long time to find a, a laboratory that would talk to me and they sent down a pair of glasses for 6 pounds wholesale so in one hand I was holding a pair for 6 pounds and in the other hand I was holding a pair for 150 pounds and I was thinking there's got to be an opportunity here on the internet and, um, and I was quite lucky, and I, I think there are still a lot of opportunities on the web, but I was very lucky in that the optical industry as such had been kind of gathering dust and no one had attempted to create a kind of online presence for buying glasses yet in 2004. Nowadays, certainly in
2: independent practices, the optician, and it's usually is an optician as opposed to a, an assistant, We'll spend the time helping people choose the right frame that suits them, making sure it's going to fit correctly, and then making sure that the lenses are actually going to fit in the frame as well. And a lot of times people come in, certainly choosing glasses, they, they haven't got a clue what they want, or they'll have an idea of what they want, and it's the wrong idea.
0: There's two parts of the process really, aren't there, for a a high street optician. There's the clinical side, and there's also the retail sales side. Um, How how does this work? Well,
2: Specsavers, for instance, is a a quasi-franchise, where the optometrist, who is the person that does the eye examination, and possibly the dispensing optician, own the practice. But they're also in partnership with Specsavers UK, So it's it's not a franchise and it's not a partnership, it's an amalgamation. So they'll have a vested interest, but the person doing the eye examination will have a vested interest in the retail. Groups like Dollars and Aces and Boots will employ people, so the optometrist will be employed and the dispensing optician will be employed and the staff will be employed. You then have full independent, who's an optometrist that owns a practice, does his own eye examination, maybe he'll even do his own dispensing or he'll employ a dispensing optician. But he's got total charge of the direction of that practice. And then you've got what we are, which is a hybrid, where I own the practice with my wife, and we employ locum optometrists to do the eye test for us. And they're totally independent. And I think the benefit for clients in that respect is the optometrist's advice is purely independent. You will only have glasses if you need them. They don't benefit in any way. They only get paid for
1: their daily rate. Um, when investors are looking at different categories, when entrepreneurs are looking at different categories, when big retail giants were looking at different categories to move onto the web, you know, optics naturally, I think, fell last as the biggest challenge of them all. And what we had to do and what, was, you know, what still fascinates us here um, is trying to build you know, fashion ways online and offline, in fact, for people to overcome that barrier of going, you know, I really need a salesman to come and look over my shoulder and help me buy these. For all mail order and e-commerce businesses, you're presented with the same challenge, which is you know, how do you sell something that has fitting issues? to a customer. And 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 also, you know, in optics we have a very disruptive business model where we effectively said to the industry that they should split um, their thinking about the two activities they do. The two principal activities are testing site, consultation, usually done by an optometrist, and the selling of glasses, which is usually done by um, an optical assistant, a salesperson, effectively, and or rarely a dispensing optician. But we said to them, you should split that. And we think that service is incredibly important in both of those. Um, you know, very important to see an optometrist, and all of our customers have to have seen an optometrist to buy from us, um, to get your eyes tested, and very important to have the best service and the best recommendation, the best way of filtering glasses, the best range, you know, the best try before you buy mechanisms. That are possible, and that's where we focus on is the selling of the glasses and doing the best job we possibly can there. And you know, in order to do that effectively, in order to get people over the hump of coming online, we've had to really think quite hard about how how to you know get people comfortable with the idea that glasses are going to suit them and fit and all the rest of it. And so, for example, two two innovations that we we've we've done here over the last few years have been first of all. Um, our try-at-home scheme. So you go online, you choose four or five, four glasses from our website, and you go, you put them into a wish list, and we send them out to you for free with blank lenses. And it is amazing. Um, you know, you can't walk into a spec saver store and go right. I want that one, that one, that one, and that one, and I'll be back in two weeks. You know, they just don't have the have the stock and, and the distribution model to support that. But another one which you'll find on our website is our virtual mirror, where you can upload a picture of yourself or use your webcam to do it live and actually see your face kind of moving around with the glasses on um, live, effectively. And um, so whether it's online or offline, you know, I think the job of a sort of cutting edge. Um, web business like ours dealing with a very high touch product like glasses is, is to continue to innovate and find ways of getting customers comfortable with buying online.
2: People still want the good pair of glasses, and the, you know, certainly my category of clients, which are generally 45 years plus, because we tend to specialize in the very focal lens and the more technically advanced lenses, it doesn't affect us. But certainly on the budget end, yes, I can see that can affect the lower price sales. Um, and I can see people's reasons for wanting to go online because they can perhaps get, you know, three, four, five pairs of glasses quite cheaply. It doesn't matter if they throw them around or they lose them, it's their investment isn't too great. But I still think uh, that people will want a better pair of glasses, a good pair, and then they'll get the cheap ones online just as kind of backups or spare pairs.